mic check. One, two. Perfect. Can you hear the mic? I can hear you, dude. Oh my god, what a hassle. What kind of software are you using? Unreal, dude. Yeah, this has been... So, um, I record into GarageBand... And I found, a, I found an article that was like super helpful when I first started this that said you can record two different tracks. So like if, you know, if, um, if you, the person, the interviewee, didn't want me to, didn't want something in the show, then I could go in and just edit your audio clip. So I can have two different tracks in uh, GarageBand, right? And so it was like nice. all of that, was super kind of technical i had to like set different um what do you call it amis for uh uh what do you call it for um the whole yeah like whatever in the macbook itself you had to like set it up to where it was like reading things in from skype but it was dis- it was pushing it out through your yeti microphone and so in, like it was super technical and then when skype just recently updated it it messed all my settings up, and I can't get it back to where it was. Oh man. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to That's research. Terrible. I'm gonna have to research a different way of doing this, man. This is a. This <laughs> See, is yeah, I'm, I'm learning. Good. Well, I'm slowly trying to pick it up because, like, for my show, you know, it's gonna be audio too. I'm gonna run it through an audio recorder. Right. Um, the microphones just plug into there. Um, but like, I was in a. a what was it? Adobe audition today uh-huh. because I have to shoot some, I have to shoot some interviews for work, um, on like Thursday. And so like, I'm going to be recording through like a lapel mic into an external audio recorder. So I just wanted to see how to sync it up and just kind of know all the technical shit ahead of time. That way, like when I got down to it, I was just doing it instead of having to learn it and do it. Oh yeah. There's no fumbling. Yeah. So, um, I was in aud- or out, not audacity um, audition today, and there's like a full tutorial that like you can do like there's like a template for podcasts, uh-huh. and it's like multi-track and like it's pretty cool. And then you can it's a template so you can add like an intro music and like an outro, and you can like I don't know it's pretty it looks pretty simple. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I need to look into something like that. It's that's a paid for service too, right? Well, um, yeah, so, like, I have the, just, like, the creative cloud, you know, I bought the yearly thing, or you yeah. can do monthly. Right. Um, but I just bought the year thing, and it has all the software included, like, all the Adobe apps. So, for, like, me, I use it for work, so. That's like, a... Our, like, that's how it gets paid for. Yeah, no, that's that's really nice. What, uh, what microphone are you using? Uh, right now I'm just using like my Bose, I like these in-ear Bose headphones. Okay. So I just have that plugged into my MacBook right now. But the microphones I'm going to buy are the Shure microphones. They're like 99 bucks. And, uh, this other like YouTuber, he also has a podcast. His name's Justin Odisha. Uh-huh. He, uh, those are the mics that he uses. And so it's an alternative to the high end, like $400 Shure mics. Yeah. So... Like, I don't need that right now, you know? Nah, hell no. I mean, and <clears throat> you might find that you don't need that. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So, and like, I, I work for GameStop, and so 
like we sell like the blue yetis and all that kind of stuff there so i get a small discount on that oh cool one of my friends actually who just started a podcast i guess it was an assignment at school um that's what he did he went in a game shop and got a pretty good discount in and uh would like trade in or something and paid like 15 bucks for like this like 70 dollar yeti or something what yeah it was a pretty good deal and uh. so um, I haven't listened to anything yet that he's done. I heard like a test and it sounded pretty good. Yeah, my Yeti, my Yeti was, um, I have a blue Yeti and it was like, uh, $130, which I thought was pretty, was a pretty good deal. And it does sound, it sounds really clear, kind of noise canceling to a certain extent. I mean, if you bang on the table, you'll hear it during the recording. Uh, yeah, sounds good. But that's with that's what i'm speaking into right now so nice yeah man um greg i must apologize on air for um losing the audio for our last conversation so if people you know when people tune into this this is greg and i's second conversation we had a talk about a week ago which was super informative what like an hour and 15 minutes and I mean, we got into the nitty-gritty of everything Link Mag is all about and what Greg is all about. And I get to the exporting of the audio, and there is no audio to export. Um, so that was super embarrassing, and it's a fucking fumble on my side. Uh, but thank you again for joining again. This is the Street Feed Podcast with the Link Magazine interview, and I'm speaking with Greg. Um, Greg, you're West Coast time right now. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty early, I guess. It's about almost 8 o'clock, so, you know, just barely starting to wind down, I guess. That's right. Getting the family all, all situated and settled in. Yeah, exactly. Happy Father's Day. Thank you, likewise. Thanks, man. Um, pretty relaxed day, you know, didn't do too much, which was exactly what I wanted to do. Good, good. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a... It's a given on our day. Yeah, yeah. We went out to eat like early lunch, and then my wife took off to work, and my daughter and I just hung out all day, ate ice cream, and just watched movies. Ah, it sounds like so much fun, dude. Yeah. It's just what it's what life is all about. Um, exactly. Well, man, I'm trying to, you know, I, the things that we talked about, the last one, the last go round, were some really good topics. We touched on a lot of things. Why don't you go ahead and give an introduction to who you are and what you do? Cool. So, pretty much, my name is Greg, and I created a online magazine or kind of online blog in 2012, 2013, and um, you know, kind of just write about hip-hop, streetwear, graffiti, all that kind of stuff back in the day, and then over time just kind of transitioned that into just a, you know, a broad-spectrum indie arts magazine, so not even just, um, like, you know, musicians or clothing brands, but we're talking, like, you know, startup restaurants, you know, up-and-coming photographers, videographers uh, we want to get into, and so, you know, just kind of promoting the up-and-coming, you know, brand full spectrum so that's what I'm you know been working on all these years and um, 
uh, back in uh, 2015, uh, we went ahead and did like a rebrand at the end of the year. So mm -hmm. it was actually January 2016, I believe. Um, so we did a full new rebrand from the old name, which was Creative Recklessness Magazine. <laughs> and so uh, I changed it up. I was really attached to that name, but you know that's one of the things you know you don't want to do is get attached to a name. So true. Um, I let it go. It was it was just too it was like a mouthful. So um, you know I switched it up, and then we kind of rebranded to Link Magazine. And so this is kind of what we've been going under for now and uh seems to be working out you know it's a good name it's short it kind of sticks with you i think and um yeah you know yeah it almost gives we'll the future brings I mean, linking right now. linking up is almost like a you know when i hear link i'm like oh something's connecting and so it almost makes sense for your magazine is just like you are connecting the reader to the underground to the independent to the up and coming like who's up next kind of kind of articles and and features so i, I like link mag appreciate it yeah that's kind of what we're all about so what? um you know right now we're written content but you know shortly we're going to be transitioning to you know a youtube and you know we'll transition that audio into a podcast so you can take you know listen to it on the go if you don't want to watch it yep and so you know reading it's just, I don't know, it's funny, like nowadays I always wonder, like I wonder how many people are really reading out there, and so, um, you know, video is, is fun, and it's, you know, it's everywhere, so why not, and, you know, I have everything ready to do it, so I think it'll be an exciting challenge just for myself personally, because I'll kind of be the star or, you know, the face of the camera yep. um, until we grow, and um, then you can take the audio and, you know, use that as, as you will, like, you know, so if you take the subway, for example, or, you know, if you're going to fly, whatever. Yep. So, you know, we'll see what the future holds. You're hitting, you're hitting all the mediums. Um, yeah, if I'm, if I'm on the commute, it's going to be audio. Obviously, you can't watch anything. Um, and just have, like you said, having that video aspect just gives it a, a personable kind of feel to it. It's like, oh, that's what, you know, that's what they look like. That's what these guys are wearing. That's what, uh, um, it's, there's, a, it forms a certain connection. That's kind of like why I started doing my own, my own video and started a YouTube channel. Just, I mean, my setting isn't anything to write home about, but, you know, it kind of puts you in the same room as them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I wanted to vlog, and then I got everything, you know, delivered on my, on my gear, and then I'm like, all right, well, gut check. I don't really want to do this. <laughs> I don't do anything interesting. Like, you know, I watch like Casey Neistat. You know, he's just doing nonsense, like awesome nonsense, and he just tells a really good story about it. And I don't know if I have the mental capacity to do to do take on like a vlogging not even every day kind of thing but even like once a week mm -hmm. on top of the writing and you know emails and all that other stuff so it, it, yeah it, i'm slow that's why i'm slowly finally entering it in like I, I gave it a complete thought of like what the show is going to have it's going to have objectives for every episode and it's cool. really really well thought out right and that way all that's completed now now all i have to do is just you know start building you know 
people to get on there and start shooting, you know? Yeah, so is it, will it turn into a sort of, um, I know you're organizing it, but is it going to turn into like a sort of a vlog for you? Or is it really not going to be like that selfie style vlog that we see um, other people doing? No, we're not going to do anything like that. I mean, there might be like some, you know, one-on-one time mm-hmm. with the camera, but it, you know, it'll most likely be like on a tripod or something. And I don't know. I don't, I don't really foresee that. I want it to be kind of more like a, like a docu-series gotcha. kind of, you know, Yeah. like I'm, I'm documenting other people's, you know, you know, their create, you know, their art or whatever it is. And it's also like informative, but it's not like when you think documentary, it's not like, I don't know. I like documentaries personally, but like my wife, oh, she thinks it's the most boring thing ever. So, you know, it kind of, I want to differentiate us from that, like kind of like vice stuff, you know, real edgy, just like really factual, Yep. just like, you know, good hearty stuff, you know? Yeah. I really like what vice puts out, especially with their, um, what is it? Their series noisy. Is that, that's a vice thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I love noisy. Yeah. I really enjoy theirs. Um, like you said, it just like gets into the nitty gritty of stuff. Documentaries kind of take, they might take a little bit longer to get into or they have more of a backstory to fill. Um, no, I've watched, I've watched a few of those too. Um, what, are there any, you know, you mentioned Casey Neistat. Is anyone else, are you watching anyone else these days and kind of taking notes of what they're up to? Yeah, I, it's so funny because I don't even know how I got on YouTube, but I used to think when I like when I thought of YouTube when I was younger, I just thought it was like the weirdest thing. I, I don't know. I just was like, what people do like <laughs> upload videos of themselves on the internet? Like, exactly. And like I used to make skateboard videos back then, so I was like, I I don't know. It just like as much as I love skating and like making the videos and editing them and like showing people. I never once thought like, oh, this would be sweet to put on the internet, and I'm sure it would have. Um, and then when I got like when I was going through high school and stuff, like we would always just use YouTube to play music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And like a playlist that way. And then I think I got into YouTube. I don't. I really don't remember. No, I like I couldn't even like ring a bell how I got into it, but. Um, I do remember the first person I subscribed to, and that was Marquez Brownlee, because he would do those awesome uh, like phone reviews. And like I work, you know, at AT and T, so you know it was it was beneficial for me to watch these things. Right. And um, from there, I started watching, um, what's his name? Uh, let me see, John a blank. Other tech guy, not Austin Evans. Austin Evans, I think, was like the third that I followed. Um, where is he at? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Look him well. on Twitter. There we go. Jonathan Morrison. Oh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, he's from LA. He's like another tech reviewer, but he also does like, I don't know, he does all kinds of, like, I got into his channel because he used to do these series called Dream Desk. Uh-huh. And he where he just builds like super sick, uh, you know, setups at home or whatever. Oh my god! And um, 
I got real into that kind of stuff for a while. And so I was like loving his channel and then just watching all his tech stuff. And he's out here in LA and stuff. So I was like, Oh, it's cool. Then I got into Austin Evans, uh, I think third. And then from there, I think probably fourth was Casey Neistat's channel. I, I don't know how I got into his stuff, probably from, uh, maybe doing something with Marquez Brownlee, but I started subscribing to him and I like his, I don't watch him as much anymore. But um, all the new stuff, like 368, is pretty cool. Right. It's pretty interesting to see him, like, build this out. Like, you know, that's where you can take notes and, and uh, you know, kind of just learn <laughs> learn through the lens, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I follow a bunch of people. Like, my YouTube list has gone to, like, was, like, at 4 or 5, and it's, like, almost at 20 maybe now. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but... That's really all I watch is YouTube. Um, I love it. Do you get a lot of time? Are you able to kind of tune in um, regularly? Or are you kind of finding yourself like catching up? Um, I'm definitely more of catching up. Like for me, like I, I definitely watch YouTube once a day. Like usually on my lunch when I'm eating, I'll watch like an episode from uh, like I watch a ton of peter mckinnon and learn from him like techniques and stuff and then um there's another guy from toronto daniel schiffer he's like a videographer oh nice and so i watch a boatload of his tutorials um this dude cody blue he's another videographer he has a bunch of good tutorials and stuff and um let's see who else do i have on here um oh it's teddy Oh, dude, I, I just started following him. Yeah, he's, he's super dope. His his vlogs are a little long, but, like, whenever he's on, you know, I see him on Twitter, like, you know, uploading or whatever. Uh-huh. That, like, anxiously awaiting is, like, I'll mentally set aside, like, 30 minutes to watch his full vlog. They're 30 minutes um, long? I didn't realize he had some that long. Well, they're usually, like, I don't know, 18 minutes to, like, 25 27 ish yeah i did notice that and that is pushing it a little bit like i don't know that's a lot yeah. of con- that's a lot of filming like it is, oh yeah for sure but i think what's cool about that technique is like i don't even know if it's a technique but when you're doing something long like that like you know that your audience like your followers are are, are listening you know because who like who in their right mind <laughs> these days has enough like mental capacity to even watch something that long? You know, true. It has to be someone that you're really interested in and care about what they're saying. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I think he definitely has a probably a real so- solid audience. So. Yeah, I've, I think I found I found him. Um, I was just researching brands, and I guess. You know, like he used a hashtag and I found one of his t-shirts or no, it was the hoodie and it was, um, the hoodie had, I guess it's his happy cry logo on the chest. Oh yeah. And he did a collaboration with, uh, like urban necessity. So I was, I was going down this whole rabbit hole of them and then I was reading through your Twitter and you retweeted something from, Oh, it's Teddy. And I remember that. And I was like, no shit. So, um, yeah, like like his whole story is pretty interesting of, uh, I guess, like losing a bunch of money and becoming an Adidas boost collector. And 
I don't know, you get into these whole worlds and it's not even just him. I mean, I'm sure other other vloggers have like this whole background story of why they started recording their life and who they're like who follows them and and stuff. I I'm not really, you know, addicted to watching things like that, but I find it so interesting when I do come across someone because you really do get a um inside scoop of someone's life pretty quick. Yeah, I agree. I think it's awesome. I think it's so interesting. Like, I don't know, the older I've gotten, I just am so interested in just hearing other people's, you know, story. And so right. with with this show I'm doing, you know, for Link, like that's what this is going to help do. It's going to be able to help those people, like, tell their story and, you know, like give their advice. And that way it's informational and it's, you know, really good stuff, like real world stuff. And I don't know. It tells a story. It's important. You know, it needs to be heard. It is important. And when did, so let's go way back. When did you realize that you had a knack or an interest in like understanding someone's life to a certain extent to where you wanted to, where you were like, man, I really, I want to start something to where I feature these kinds of, these kinds of stories and tell, like give people a platform like that. Uh, good question. I would say, you know, at first it was just a platform for me to just kind of show off like stuff that I liked, you know, like, I don't know. I've always been told like, Oh, you have a, a great taste in food, you know, like, okay. or like you have a great taste in music. Like, you know, you hear that often. And so like that was kind of the tune. So I'm like, Oh, I have great taste in you know, in like music. So I'm going to write about like, you know, dope hip hop groups that I like and not even like big ones, like the smaller guys. And then, you know, then it got into like, Oh man, like graffiti and, you know, and like streetwear and like, that's when a karma loop was popping. And so, right. you know, I was like on karma loop finding all these freaking brands and like, emailing them and like some of them were hitting, hitting back or like you know most of them i don't know i'd probably say like 25 percent were not or were only hitting me up okay so you know it wasn't very many hitting me back but you know whatever you hit publish and then sometimes you get a retweet and it, you know hyped you up even more oh yeah and then um and then i got some help aboard so i got um one of the homies sean he's out he's out in like um out in the UK, and so he's actually about to come back on here shortly. Um, it's actually my fault; I've just been lagging. So, <laughs> my bad, John. Oh, so he but, wants to—he um, wants to come back and write for Link. Yeah, he's gonna come back, and so I'm pumped for that because, you know, he brings—he has a clothing brand himself, so, um, you know, he knows a lot of people in the industry, and um, it's just the whole culture out there, you know, like. Like, I think the only other ones, like, that I've seen, and maybe I'm not really looking for it either, but, um, like, Vice does cover some of that UK, like, grime, like, all the underground stuff that's coming up right now. Uh-huh. And so, like, I think that stuff's interesting. Like, I want to, boom, like, you know, blast that out to the audience because it's just different. Like, who else is doing that? Like, right. Like, Complex isn't doing that. Like, you know, they're, they're doing all the mainstream stuff, which is whatever, so... I mean, um, that's exactly why I started my shit is like I'm t- I'm tired of hearing all the mainstream stuff. There are other there are other stories out there to that need to be told. Yeah. And it's not even that like I'm 
I don't like mainstream. I, you know, I listen to everything. Like I love all music. And so regardless of, you know, your stature and, and whatever. And so like, I listen to all music, but I just think it's super important that, you know, we'll just say the smaller guys, you know, they need a platform to be heard. And it's not, it's not even like I'm letting everybody in. It's still kind of the, the mantra of only the stuff I like. So right. in my mind, it's curated, you know, to my liking. So I don't know. It's all subjective, but that's kind of the whole idea. Yeah. And like you said, you're, you're giving, it's a selective pick. Not everyone, not everyone's going to get on the site and I mean, in the end, where or you know, you're interviewing and featuring people that will most likely be doing very well down the road. Give it five years. I mean, you're you're interviewing the people that are going to be in the main in the in the spotlight soon. Yeah, exactly. Like I've seen that happen with um, quite a few people. Like. Uh, like there's this artist LA, um, E yeah, what is it? E L H A E. I know. Every life has an ending. Yeah. Is what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, I I used to do interviews with that dude way back in the day, um, and man, I thought he was like the most talented kid ever because he used to do everything. Like he does, he wasn't just a recording artist, which he was really good at. Um. And he wasn't just like on this lame shit like everybody else was at the time, but he was like, you know, doing the mixing, the like the production, everything. And so Jeez. that's why I admired him. I'm like, man, this dude is putting it in right now. And then with the magazine, I actually took like three years off from writing at all because you know, kind of life happens. Mm-hmm. And when I got back, I was you know checking out LA, and this dude's like signed to I think Atlantic. And like, you know, he's doing, he's about to put out an album right now. I just saw, so I'm definitely looking forward for that. But I mean, prime example, you know, that's that's pretty cool. That is really cool. And you had a, and I don't know, you had a a place in that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if I think about it like that, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a good platform. It's, I mean, you cover, you cover a lot of topics and the writing as well. Like you, you write very well. Um, you create a lot of interest and I've, I've noticed that your, um, you know, your Instagram and your Instagram stories are, are really kind of trying to start to form with, um, the new kind of motion, almost like a mini video of like new music or new brand. Uh, And I I really like that. I mean, it's very streamlined. People know when Link Mag has posted something. Yeah. um, Appreciate that. Like it's just been evolving. So, I mean, for those, the key was if I'm writing three times a week or if I'm publishing three times a week, um, and I'm also doing those videos three times a week. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've ever done video or anything like that, it, it takes a while to export and all that stuff. So that was like the determining factor if I was going to continue making those. But I was able to actually get a template 
Um, it's a Premiere template, and I just basically pulled and re kind of resized it to you know, you know the the uh, vertical size, mm-hmm. and then um, kind of just plug and played with it, and you know kind of made it mine. And then now I save it, so every time I write, I just boom open up the you know the save file, replace the artwork, you huh. know edit the text real quick. And then I'll slice it up and then, you know, send it over to, uh, to export and then it's good to go. Like I can do that in about 30 minutes now. So, Oh, that's tight. Yeah. I got, that's, that was the key. Like everything for me, I have to have a method it has to be like tried and true because, um, it's all about efficiency, you know, like yeah. I still work full time, you know, dad, husband, like you got to balance everything out. So definitely some advice for you know any anyone else out there that's trying to figure it out is you got to figure you got to figure it out you got to get a uh, a method down you know I have to get a method and you, and you're exactly right i mean i going back to the point of it takes forever to export a video i don't know how people do their daily vlogs they don't i don't know how they do uh, yeah i don't know how they do their daily vlogs and have it uploaded by the next morning and they're already starting to record another one it's just I do these I mean maybe they have a really powerful computer that can, that allows for that kind of processing but um for my MacBook it takes probably about 6 hours to export an hour and a half video I just have to leave my my computer on it can't go to sleep and it just exports all morning so it's Man. so like you said, it's a process, and you got to figure those things out ahead of time, and and almost have a schedule around it. Yeah, really, I think you know backwards planning with a little buffer for sure, and you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, like for me, it doesn't really matter, you know, when I post something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needs to be smooth. Like, like even for my writing, like I have more or less kind of like a, a template in my mind of where things go. So that way there's uniformity throughout every written feature for the most part. And that way it's also quick for me to just get in there and it's less of a, of a you know, of work. And it's again, more of the pleasure part where I, you know, therapeutic. And so get in there, you know, do my thing and then, you know, publish it. And usually what I'll do is I'll either schedule it or uh, <clears throat> save it as a draft, and then I'll do the uh, the chopping and editing in Premiere, yep. export it, get it over to my phone, and then once I hit publish, I'm usually on Instagram, throwing the stories up. So, you know, method. <laughs> method, method, method. And so you try to get three to four posts out a week? Yeah, and so... Um, Typically, I like to do Mondays because you know I like to do music Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, do a lot of music features more more than anything at the moment. But um, you know, I don't know. Streetwear for me is just it's gotten a little exhausting. So I don't know. Just with there's so much hype out there right now, so it's just hard to keep up. And I'm kind of just curating through it all. Yeah. But um, Mondays for sure. Uh, Wednesdays kind of just whatever, and then I'd like to do Fridays as well. So Are that's you... been, uh, the, I guess, the, the chosen schedule for now. But um, lately, 
I've just been working on, you know, getting all the plans out for the show. Like I said, it's real thought out, and so I've taken a little time off from the writing. <coughs> um, we got some good stuff coming this week, though. Cool. No, I'm, I'm excited to see that. I always look forward to your to your posts. Um, and do you, I mean, do you ever sit down and kind of just have a block, or are you thinking about something during the day, and when you sit down at your computer at night, it kind of just flows? Uh, it depends. It's probably a mixture of I know exactly what I'm going to be writing about ahead of time. Um, and then the other half is I don't know what I'm going to be writing about today. Mm, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's always I don't know what I'm going to be writing about today until, you know, these relationships I've built with like managers and, you know, brand owners and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they'll hit me up and just be like, like for example, um, <clears throat> I got a uh, email just a little bit ago and, um, there's this artist from Norway and, uh, I just did a feature on him the other day. His name's, uh, wonder the boy. Oh yeah. And, uh, he's, he's freaking dope. This kid kills it. <laughs> and so his manager, uh, just sent me an email like 12 hours ago and, um, saying he has a new track out so like that's what i like like i build a relationship with this manager through another artist yeah and like this is my plug in norway like this dude like this dude has great taste in music so like the artists he's he's you know shot over to me are like i'm a huge fan of so that's dope and then you know we just have this relationship like i don't even have to think about it like whatever he sends me i'm already gonna do a feature on um so I love when that happens. That's really I mean, cool. I have relationships like that, you know, with a few different people, um, even on like a texting level. Like, yo, Greg, like a new track coming out, and then they'll send me like a sample and the artwork and everything, and it makes it super easy. Right. Um, for me just to be like, cool, dude, like I'll have this up tomorrow, you know, and just throw it up. So um, that's kind of what it looks like. And are those relationships kind of pulled in from – you you are already featuring that artist and then they reach out to you saying hey man i really appreciate that and you kind of uh generate that rapport that way or um have they seen your platform and they're like i gotta i gotta get with this guy and figure out a way to get him to promote my shit um i think with this manager specifically i think they reached out to me just like hey like I got this artist and or maybe the artist reached out I forget but um I think they just reached out and were like hey like this is what we got and it's you know check you know we want to get featured and I was like I listened to it and I was like hell yeah <laughs> I'll do this like dude Norway is popping right now with the music like so many musicians out there I do not know how like I don't know how these artists aren't just doing it you know like like, why isn't this on the airwaves versus what is on the airwaves right now? It just boggles my mind. But, um, you know, with, with others, like you said, I, I'll do a feature, and then they'll be like, yo, that's dope. And, um, you know, I'll be like, cool, like, here's my number or whatever, and, you know, text me when you got something else coming out. And so, or just email me. I don't give my number out too often, but yeah, to, like, people who are local, um, you know, I'll give my number and, do whatever so 
That's really. I'm thinking about starting like a Telegram group, and I don't know, like I don't want it to get noisy, but like I want to curate like a group of people where we can just share like advice and you know insight and you know I don't know practices like whatever and um just you know make it a real nice conversation between like other creators and entrepreneurs or whatever it's almost like a um, message a messaging board but i yeah, guess kind of like a group chat mm-hmm. like i'm in one right now and it's pretty cool like some of them are local um here in la some of them aren't um but it's cool because you could just network. Like that's what it is. It's just a networking group. Right. And um, it's just like all underground people and stuff. So like I don't know. It's cool. You can like find work. Like you can do trade work, which is I, I don't know. I believe in trade work for sure. I know a lot of people um, tend to not do that, but um, I don't know. Trade work is good. My friend Eric actually taught me about doing trade work and. So, you know, cause I always asked him like, dude, how are you always traveling? Like, how do you always like, like, how are you doing all these awesome things? And like, you're like, dude, your photos are sick. Like your life is awesome. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, man, trade work. And I was like, what is that? You know? And he tells me, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, heck yeah. Yeah. What is, so, what is trade work? You're just like uh, doing work for someone and they're going to do it, do something back for you kind of thing yeah like for him you know like i could be like um like he does a lot of things he's actually a a published photographer national geographic's greatest landscapes oh right on yeah and uh so that's that's super cool but uh he's like awesome photographer he travels freaking everywhere he's traveling right now i don't even know where he's going uh but he's traveling right now and uh he documents on his Instagram, so it's a lot of like outdoorsy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not so much like cinematic video, like that kind of stuff, but um, more like just really awesome photos. He does a lot of cool night photography, also. Cool. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, I don't know, messing around with. Um, yeah, when you're trying to find out your lane or. Um, you know you are talking with like the really really underground people and up and coming artists and they, there's not really that much money to throw around and so if you can offer a service that helps them and they have a service that can benefit you as well then it's all it you're building it together yeah in a sense and it, it almost it almost creates a a better relationship if you look at it in, in kind of those terms of, of like, man, you're helping me get to where I want to go and I'm going to help you get to where you want to go. Um, so let's just create this content together and, um, and ride on. And I don't know. I think it also creates just a, I don't know, better, I don't know, like more respect, you know, among creators, like, like I respect you and what you do, you know, like I could never do that. And then you know, it's kind of vice versa. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm looking into it too deep, but you know, I think it's cool. It's I think, cool stuff. I, I don't do it all the cool. time, but, um, you know, when it's like mutual benefit, why not? Do you have 
um, sponsors for the site? Are you, is your site kind of making some money at the moment? Um, not too much. Okay. So what I was running was AdSense and it just, it took forever to get approved. It took like three or four months, I think, oh, man. to get approved. And then it's probably been up for like 16 months and it has not generated enough money to even cash out. So Jeez. Um, what I decided to do is I took down the above the fold banner ad and then just for now and then I'm going to go because it was uh, that was doing something with like my page speed score and I don't know. I just was like, whatever. It's not even making me any money. Right. But um, I'm gonna end up selling those ad slots. So if you go on the homepage right now, you actually see like some advertise with us banners, and so I'm like selling those ad spaces off um, at like a monthly rate. So I haven't actually really pushed that too far. I built it into my media kit, but mm-hmm. I actually haven't really like gone out and try to sell the the slots right now, just because I've been busy with everything else. Yeah. And, like, I don't even know if, if I want to, or I know I want to, but, or when is an appropriate time to even try to monetize like the podcast. Yeah. Um, cause it's always money second for me. So yeah. that's why I'm not really, you know, sweating, just, you know, eating it every single month. But, you know, eventually I want it to make me money. And so I realize that and I'm going to slowly build out the content and then kind of implement, you know, the, the uh you know the monetization because once you have good content it's it's solid you know yeah exactly have you ever um i don't know have you ever kind of stepped back and said to yourself like man am i really am i really trying to build this platform that will hold all of this so i'm all responsible for who i bring in to write who i bring in to videotape and create content or and or, you know, like, is that, is that where I'm trying to go? Or am I trying to just be a writer and a creator of my own content to put on other people's platforms? Have you ever, like, had that kind of thought? Yeah, somewhat. So this is how I envision it. Like, I want Link to grow under the brand. And, you know, I want to be you know, like owner operator, like I want to be running the show as much as I can. Like I do as much as I can in house. And then from there I try to do trade work and then I'll pay for the service, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I keep costs down. But like, I only have so much capacity. So, um, eventually what I see is as we grow, I would like to put someone in charge of running, you know, the business aspect of link like generating, you know, income right? and, you know, get a small team together, like not a large team. Like I don't really see Link growing more than like, I don't know. And maybe I don't know anything like maybe 30 employees, like, oh damn, you know, small office, just like super indie, you know, just like, like a cool place to work at. Right. And so, um, that's kind of how I envision it. And so, just get a small team of like really, really big, spe- you know, really good specialists in, in all the fields like marketing and, you know, whatever else we're going to be doing. And then me, so I don't have to run the business. I can just go to more of like a producer standpoint, you know, like I want to produce my ideas. Like 
if I have an idea that I think would be a cool show mm-hmm. for YouTube, then I, that's what we want to go do. It's just I want to go produce it and make sure it comes out the way I thought about it. Yeah. And then I will still blog. Like I still like to write, so that'll never stop. Um, and then yeah, that's just <laughs> kind of what I see Link growing into. I mean, much more in the business aspect, but in the grand scheme of it all, that's kind of what I see it as. That's awesome. You mentioned the one guy from the UK that's like a guest writer. Do you have any other any other help in that sort of aspect of like helping you write these blog posts? Yeah, so my friend Michelle, uh, we used to go to high school together um, back in Ohio. She was living in LA for quite a while and I didn't really know, like, I don't know, we kind of fell out and I was like, oh, you're in LA, cool, let's, let's meet up. And so... Um, coming to find out, like she's into blogging and stuff, and I'm like, oh well, hey dude, I got, I'm starting up my magazine again. Like, you know, we're gonna relaunch as a new name, blah blah blah. You want, you want to be down with it? And she's like, oh hell yeah. So, huh. um, she starts, you know, writing for us, and it's, it's been really cool because, you know, she'll, she'll write about, you know, like she's really into cars, so it's, we opened up an auto section, which I think is cool. Tight. And then she'll go to like uh, SEMA and stuff, and so it's pretty cool. Um, so right now I'm actually helping her build out her own uh, website, which will be like a blog and everything. It'll be super cool. Um, she's also going to do her own, you know, her, she's a blogger, so she'll do her own thing too. Right. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where it's at. I'm definitely looking for other, you know, content creators to join up. But the hard thing about it is, like, I have really high standards, but, like, I don't ever, like, I'm always down to, you know, let someone prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's that, and then just, you know, finding someone qualified, but then also finding someone who's down to, like, grind it out with you and get paid later kind of thing, you know? Like, everyone wants to get a portion or get a check right now, and I'm like, <laughs> like that's not gonna happen you know like, yeah we gotta start somewhere like i'll show you the books you know, i'm <laughs> eating it every month yeah you know and so it's like michelle's down and that's cool because like you know it's actually an llc and everything so you know we've worked it out to where you know grind it out now and you're gonna get paid off later you know kind of thing like i like companies that are employee owned i think it's important to the company's success and it, I think it also, you know, it interacts with, you know, the output that the employee, you know, gives you. Yeah. Because it's all for like, you know, the greater good. Everyone wants it to be worth more, you know. And so um, that that's kind of where I envision Link too is being an employee-owned company. Like, I don't need to own the whole thing, you know. Like, yeah. why? If, if other people are down to like help out and grind now you know, you're going to get taken care of kind of thing. Absolutely. Like the, the people that just want to write and they don't know, they don't have, they don't have the knowledge of how to keep a website up. They had to, you know, what domains are all about, what, you know, even, even networking like DNS and figuring out how to point subdomains, certain places. Like, I mean, how to, how to get content or how to export content in a certain way. Like all these things that, not everyone knows how to do or understand, but they just need a platform. And if you offer that to them and you're giving them a, a page to write on and you know, you're know you giving them an opportunity to be published on your site, 
that already has a name established and already has this platform there and ready for people to do it i mean it's just a it's a no-brainer for some creatives that just don't have that backbone and you know site management oh yeah absolutely (laughs) and did you i I know we touched on it the last time but you said that you do all your you do all that stuff and you know you manage the website and you manage all like everything that goes into it so is that is that self-taught yeah i mean yeah granted i mean i went to school for you know like visual communications you know graphic design essentially but um but that was more like learning the art you know like learning like actual (laughs) educated art if you will and so um the website thing i actually learned how to make websites when I was back when I was skateboarding and making skate videos Mm -hmm. again not thinking about YouTube one bit I don't know why but like I would upload a video to the server and then like you know embed it in and like in an iframe or something lame like you know and I had this website that I built and it was just me and all my crazy skate videos with all my friends and you know it's just it was just ridiculous like we put like that's like when memes were barely like like they were like deep internet like <laughs> memes of like the squirrel with like the huge nut sack was popular and like oh, yeah, absolutely. the dancing banana you know all these throwback <laughs> gifts and memes like I'm aging myself you know <laughs> but oh like this God. is before MySpace like this is before all that nonsense so you know that's when I got into it and I was really big into it I was learning you know like cold fusion stuff and oh damn php chat boxes and like got real into it i was in forums like meeting people on the internet like all these you know crazy kids that were way smarter than me just helping me out and um yeah just kind of like learned i actually used to do tutorials i i had my own like i've been making websites forever but i remember like in high school i had a website that i would manage where i just upload all types of webmaster resources I would make like files, like templates for people to download and use on their own. Um, and like all these, just all these resources. And, uh, I used to do tutorials also. So pretty cool. I mean, so you've always been an internet kid. Yeah. I've been on it. Like the moment I found out about the internet, I was like, holy smokes. Right. I was like, take my money. Yeah. Well, how, how old are you now? I'm 28, so I'll be 29 in October. Okay. So you, man. Yeah, so in, so you started, man, what was, all right, so you said the gifts and stuff were out. What year was that? What year did you kind of Let's see. say, I'm trying to think I was too. The, I, I think I was, I was in the seventh grade, so that was what, 2002? Okay. Because, yeah, 2001, I remember when September 11th happened. I was living in Puerto Rico, and I was in the sixth grade. Living in Puerto Rico? Yeah, my my stepdad was in the Army, and so we were stationed there. Tight. And, yeah, so right after that, we moved to Ohio, and so that was, what, 2002. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's when I got into it. 2002, started making websites and skateboard videos and... 
converting freaking like mini DV tapes yeah. into like a digital format with this big this big ass dongle like hooked up to the computer. Oh yeah. Freaking that the black Dell that everybody had, you know. Uh huh. That was so clunky. I remember yeah. my I remember my dude used to play uh, online poker with that shit. Oh man. And it was you could just hear it grinding almost. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're gonna lose all your money because your computer's gonna crash. So funny. That is funny, man. I no, I absolutely, I love the internet. There's, I find something new every single day that fascinates me with it almost, and I just get pulled into this rabbit hole, and and I guess that's kind of like what got me into writing and into featuring almost is just like. I want I want to share what I find with people, and I don't know. That just seems like the best outlet for me to do it is just blog about it. And if you read it, you read it. If not, I still have that post, and it still makes me feel good. Absolutely, like it's just the way the world communicates. You know, yeah. I think I don't know. I think that the internet should be a right. You know, like. I mean, if because if you think about it, I mean, there's just so much information and so much happening on the internet. Like, how can you not be connected? You know? Oh yeah. Oh, you meant it should be a privilege? Yeah, yeah, privilege. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree, man. Like, yo, if you if you mess up, no more internet for you. Absolutely. It like, goes all the way back to the ISP site. You're just like, all right, block this household. Well, and that's the thing, like. You know, like, you know, sadly, we, for, we'll go on this example. Like, you think, you know, people are, bad people are going to do bad things. And, you know, if they're searching certain terms on the internet, like, I think an ISP should, like, you know, just plug in, like, a filter and be like, if any of these keywords, you know, show up, come yeah. through, you know, we got to flag that IP and go, you know, send the FBI or something. Like, because, I mean, just the digital age there's so much information like sometimes you know people are using it you know very wrong things and it's just you know i think there needs to be some safeguards there too though you know yeah absolutely as much good as there is on the internet there's also a lot of gray and a lot of you know bad yeah so it's just you know how do we manage that i think i think the internet's just grown it's outgrown us we don't know what how to do it how to manage it and you know i think it's gonna be up to us to kind of figure it out it is, yeah, it is, and especially, I don't know. We're running. It's almost like we're running out of IP IP addresses because we're switching over to IP six, and it's just creating like a whole new world of addresses that people can log into and 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 have. So it's just like you said, the web is just growing. It's growing so fast, and it's hard even hard for like the experts to keep up oh yeah everything's getting automated i mean dude i read an article the other day about a a you know a robotic um lawnmower oh wow and i was like damn dude like i have a i have a irobot or whatever um vacuum cleaner it doesn't do very well it can't switch between carpet and hardwood very easily um I find myself following it around, so I'm creating the same amount of work. And I don't know, like, 
people are just going to be able to press a button and have their grass cut at night while they sleep with a very <laughs> with a very quiet lawnmower. Yeah, it's, it's strange, strange times. It is. As Joe Rogan would say. It is, yeah. Shouts to Joe Rogan. I really yeah. enjoy his show, man. Oh, yeah. I love his show. I had no idea he was doing anything like that. I thought he was just um, UFC stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Like, my, my cousin, my cousin Austin, like, was on Joe Rogan, like, forever ago. And I would just be like, but I was like, for one, who listens to a podcast, you know? And I'm like, two, who's listening to Joe Rogan? Like, what's this guy got to say? And his episodes are long as hell. Yeah, and and then, like, I don't know what happened, but I just listened to, like, an episode, and I was like, oop, I'm hooked. <laughs> like, okay, I subscribed, you know? Like, I was driving, I was when I was commuting um, from my house to L.A., I mean, it was like a three-and-a-half-hour drive easy like mm. one way mm. and and so you know i'm leaving at like 4 45 in the morning just so i'm like there at my store to you know jump on my my calls and everything on time but joe rogan podcast got me through that i did that for like three or four months Damn. and then from there i was commuting to orange county and that was about an hour hour and a half drive so it wasn't nearly as bad but it was through the mountains so i had no service <sighs> so that's when i got super heavy to podcasts like take my joe rogan with me and everyone else i was on too and yeah you know i'm good to go hell yeah now like podcasts is just something to have on i almost i almost find myself listening to more podcasts than i do music sometimes just you know i'm tired of hearing the same stuff or i'm just not in the mood to listen to anything i just want to tune out and yeah podcast or where it's at yo have you heard the new um i haven't so this is just me being excited to listen to it the new jay-z album no i'm not i'm actually way ahead of the times i didn't even know jay-z put out a new album i'm barely listening to the new nas album i didn't listen to that all the way i had is, it in the gym is it good i love nas me too huge fan um i listened to like the first two tracks i think i think number one's like an intro or something but um i mean it's definitely nas i'm definitely about it so yeah i didn't actually get through it all to be honest but um i don't know kanye album i thought it was short yeah if he would have kept that same energy for like seven more tracks I, oh man i think i would have been a big fan again yeah what was um, it seven or eight it was eight i think it was eight i don't know I don't know either, but I just remember it was short. I was like, whoa, this is... But I was like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to the Cuddy one, though, so I need to get on that, too. Yeah, I have a lot I'm to I'm a little behind my music. I've just been, like, you know, really just kind of tuning out and just kind of focusing in on stuff. I just need to get laser-focused at the moment. Well, I think, you know, you're doing it the right way. You are planning out this video section... Uh, you know you're fine-tuning it before just jumping into it creating one and saying oh that didn't really work but i'm still gonna post it because i did it and you know you're, you're doing it the right way i mean there's still gonna be some things that you're gonna tweak when that first episode goes live um but yeah you're not jumping right into it like like a lot of other people might yeah and the, i think the big driver on that is just 
I want it to have the meaning, you know, that's the whole thing is I'm only doing this to get a point across, you know, mm-hmm. to get a story told. Yeah. And so, um, you know, until it's doing that, you know, like you said, I'll adjust, but I have to get everything on paper and organized and, you know, that way it's, it's always going to be a solid episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause your name's behind it too. You know, like I'm not going to put out junk, <laughs> junk content. Like, no, Nope, not signing that one off. Yeah, no, it can't be. I mean, if you're doing it, if you're doing it in that sort of way, then it's like you know, it has to be clean. There can't be any hiccups, no audio mess ups, no nothing. And yeah, you're just doing it the right way. Yeah, I'm always learning though. You know, that's the thing. You always got to be open minded. Yeah. Once I once I became an open minded person, that's when. It's just been I, like I, I guess all the success has happened, or all my wins of all, all of a sudden started happening. So right, I used to be very close-minded and just like in control of the situation, and all it did is hinder me. So, you know, once I opened up more and just went with the flow, and you know, still planned, but gave you know gave cushion to be flexible. Like that's when everything started really happening. So. Oh yeah, no, I I felt that patience come from you, and I um, messaged you on Twitter saying that there was no audio. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, no worries, dude. We can do it again anytime. Hell yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, thank you. That was exactly what I was hoping to hear. Not a <laughs> not a big f you, man. You wasted an hour and a half of my time, and no, nah, it's not that I would expect that from anyone, but. You know? Yeah, I hope not. No. Well, no, no, that's the thing. It's like, for me, like, I have to ask myself for what? Like, what? I'm not gonna get upset. Like, I have to have patience. Like, you're you're a creator. You're learning. Like, I have to hope that someone, because I know I'm gonna make those kinds of mistakes. You know, when I'm doing my show, so mm-hmm. I want, you know, I kind of want that karma to come back, if you will. Oh yeah. But you know, it just creates, you know, again, a good atmosphere in the community. So. So talk to me. Talk to me about this because um, I I go through this um, sometimes when I'm talking to my wife about you know what I'm doing with Stu Diggs and what I'm doing with the website and where I see it kind of going. Is it is it something that your wife understands and she can kind of see your vision with it, or is she still in the I don't know how you're going to do this or I don't know how you're going to make this kind of work stage no she's definitely supportive like and understanding so you know although like when I get a little crazy and I'm like I gotta go buy this and that and like you know I go all crazy <laughs> you know she like she she knows the game plan like she's about it so it helps for sure yeah you know, definitely less friction the best <laughs> yeah definitely you know my wife supports me in everything that I do and um, I am grateful for that because I come up with some crazy ideas and I run those by her and she's like, whatever you want, Stu, just, <laughs> you know, just think about it first kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, she, uh, she sometimes says, um, you know, who do you know that is making it doing what you're doing? And I, you know, I just go back to the, you know, I have, a, I have, I follow a few people that are, kind of doing the same thing that I am and it seems like they're 
they're making it work, but I, you know, it goes back to the, I'm not, I'm not doing this to make it right now. I'm doing this because this is fulfilling a certain creative itch that I have and a need that I, that I have to, um, to do what I do. I mean, that's why I do photography. I don't do photography just to get paid for it. I do it because I, I love that shit and I can't get enough of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. I love it. Love it. Stuff like that. Well, I mean, it just, it, and it shows through your work too. Um, if you don't love it, then, yeah. then I don't think a lot of people know what goes in to hosting a website, to creating all the content. If you don't love it, you're not going to put up with it. And like you said, you know, people are just going to know and they're going to walk away. Yeah. Like this is trash. You know, I've done it myself. To to certain websites. Yeah, I'm like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> do you do you ever write content for other websites? No, I don't. Um, like ideally, I wouldn't mind like you know writing a small little music piece for like Vice.com or something or like Noisy. Yeah, like that would be dope to get on like a, a larger platform. It's kind of just like a guest or even a contributor spot. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna start doing some stuff on on Medium. Oh, so nice. I, like, I want to do like an entrepreneur kind of like top ten, uh, like I don't know tips or something or like what I've learned, you know, growing my business so far, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that's about it right now. Yeah, I feel like. Um... It just, it takes a while to write something. And so it's like, do you write, do you take that amount of time? Do you take that evening or that late night to write a blog post for your site? Or do you take that to write a blog post for someone else's site? And that's, that's kind of just a a bridge that you have to cross or, you know, something that you have to really got to think about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when did you give a date for when your video stuff is coming out, or is that still up in the air? Um, still up in the air. Like I don't want to put a time limit on it because I don't want you know, I don't want to feel rushed while I'm still kind of learning. So yeah, once I get a couple episodes shot and it's solid, and I figure out a schedule, then you know I'll go ahead and go live. Is the is a schedule key for you? Is that something that you want to make sure that you have? Yeah, but I'm again I'll be flexible with it. You know. Yeah. Because, it, again, I have to be flexible with other people's schedules, you know, like the guests. So um, that's really where it, where it comes down to. Yeah, so. definitely. Now, flexible flexible schedules are so hard to kind of nail down. Yeah. Luckily, luckily is our, ours crossed um, within a week of each other, I guess. When was, yeah. when was that? Yeah. Hey, how did you, I went to ask you, how did you link up with Linux Avenue with Gabe? Uh, um, I think, Cause, I, I don't know, probably just through Twitter. I think he reached out and then I was like, yeah, dude, was cool. Let's do it. Yeah. He, and he got me on you. We actually met at ComplexCon. He was there and we linked up. And so that was, that was dope. You know, I guess kind of put a face to the name and it was cool that is cool yeah gabe's a good guy he hit me up 
and I had him on the show. He was doing this whole run of, you know, I got to reach out and I got to see if I can get on your platform. I mean, he was doing doing everything that he could to like get his name out. So mad props to him. The email that came through to me was like, yo, I'll, I'll talk with you. Yeah. So yeah. he's a good he's guy. A hustler, that's for sure. Yeah, he introduced me to you. So um, shouts to him for hooking me up with Link Mag, and I yeah. start I started following you on Twitter and really just enjoyed what you were putting out. And I just have mad respect for you, Greg. Appreciate it. You know, likewise, I don't I don't really think I'm doing too any too crazy right now. You know, well, yeah, maybe once like I get an office or something. Um, and you have a team, I'll, you know, then I'll feel successful. But <laughs> yeah. for now, it's just grinding away, you know, day in, day out. That's right. It's all in how you measure it. Um, well, Greg, what if uh, we're over the hour mark? What, um, what have we, what have we missed? What, um, what did we not cover in this conversation? Um, I think we, we got, we got some good stuff out there, so. Yeah, I like it. This definitely isn't going to be the last time I have you on the show, by the way. No, definitely. Whenever, just hit me up. I will. I'll have to... Um, I'm starting a, I guess, a Instagram live interview stuff. to see nice. if that, Just to see if that's a little bit easier to do. Um, and almost a little bit more spontaneous, you know? Like, grab... It'll definitely have to be like a promotion sort of thing, like yo, tune in at this time or this day, or be ready for, be ready for a live show this this day, and you know just link up with people, and it'll be a way to do something remote, but also have a video to it. I don't know. Um, I've been I've been really playing around with it, and I have my first one Wednesday, so. Nice. I'm gonna have to try to tune into that. That'll yeah, be dope. I need to promote it some more. Um, I need to nail down. Um, the timing for it uh, they're out of Canada so I'm really excited about it I think it'll be it'll be different I don't see too many people doing those live interviews so it might be a, it might put a little edge to it and then you can take take questions from the from the people that are still sticking around to watch it and then when it's done I'll just put it on YouTube nice no I definitely dug that that'd be cool yeah I'm excited um Maybe give it a little bit more depth than what I'm doing in the basement here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, Greg, tell everyone where they can find all of your content. Yeah, for sure. So, um, obviously, uh, linkmag.com, L-I-N-Q, M-A-G. Um, and then also all of our socials are at linkmag. And then um, you can also follow me. So I'm real active on Twitter. Um, love Twitter finding myself more on Twitter than I am Instagram these days. But, I love um, Twitter. On both platforms, I'm at Greg Reckless. So those are, I just kept it from the old Creative Recklessness, uh, creative recklessness days. So a little nostalgia. Yeah, hell yeah. Didn't you say you were trying to get your, you were changing it? Yeah, like I really wanted to just make it Greg Reynoso, mm-hmm. but Instagram, no problem. And I switched it back and then I was like, okay, cool. Let's go to Twitter. I'm like, I don't ever remember having like a Twitter with my name, but maybe I'm like, I don't know. 
And then, like, it said it was, like, some email I didn't recognize. And mm. and then it was suspended on top of that. And I'm like, well, no one's even using this. <laughs> and, like, Twitter support was, like, I don't know. It's like a robot you DM. It just was not helpful at all. Um, and I just gave up. I was like, forget this. Like, <laughs> I just kept it. I, I'm like, I was just going to go back to Greg Reckless. Like, whatever. I guess there's no problem with it. Yeah. But I don't know. That's another thing. Like if you're thinking about starting an idea, like before you get all sold on the idea and the name, like go do your research, like make sure you can get all your social handles, you know, whatever it is you're doing, like you got to think about that stuff first and foremost. Yes. The domain, what the domain is going to look like. You're going to do .com, .us, whatever. You got to think about it. Man, I bought... I bought stew-digs.com and because stewdigs.com was not available and I was like shit man uh, I don't I don't want the dash in it you know you're trying to tell people where to go and you're like yeah, stu-dig I don't know it was just it was so annoying and then like I think a year and a half later I get an email saying that stewdigs.com was coming up and I was like hell yeah I want that <laughs> nice yeah such a struggle such a good win yeah man yeah it's funny that happens all the freaking time but yeah. i don't know it's just it's part of it you know you gotta yeah. have some losses in there so oh yeah absolutely you know what at the end of the day they can find us on the internet because the internet is amazing yep exactly all they have to do is type in greg and like your name's gonna come up somewhere yeah. Who knows? Who knows where? But it's gonna come up. Link Mag people will definitely find you. Yeah, well, all in time, you know. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, this has been an episode of the Street Feed podcast with Greg Reynoso, Link Mag. Find us on SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, what else is out there? Shit, iTunes. Wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Greg, what do you listen to podcasts on? I just use the Apple Podcast app. Nothing fancy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I haven't found found a player that beats all others. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty familiar with it by now, so it's like don't you know, don't fix it if it's not broken kind of thing. Hell yeah. And then I get that notification saying how it's made or what is it? How I built this? yeah but NPR I'm all down for that (laughs) well dude I appreciate you taking the time tonight go spend some more time I don't know if you're if your daughter's asleep by now but just go put your feet up man I appreciate you making another slot of time for me to get this interview no no definitely Uh, thank you for having me so you know, until the next time. Yes, I'll sir. Catch you later, dude. Yes, sir. Let me know. Keep me in the loop of stuff happening with you. Cool. Likewise. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Later.